I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, welcome to The Sportive. This is episode 10. Uh, this is the podcast that's above 500 for two straight days. Two straight days, everyone. Uh, joining us on the hotline is everybody tonight. We've got Stu from Sherburn County. Hey, guys. How's it going? And Brandon's here from Dallas. Yodis B. And joining us all the way from Canada, our first international guest, but by no means our last, John Sharkman, joining us tonight. I'm glad to be here and celebrating the 10th podcast it feels good to be in the double digits i don't know is is john sharkman our biggest guest so far i think that's a tough argument to have if it makes dana and uh, rand feel bad then yes he is our biggest guest <laughs> so far i don't know come on i don't we know never if, play the game <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if we should insult them because they're two of our 11 listeners so that's true they're helpful it's probably yeah, many you- people Rand has uh, been a friend for a very long time since I insulted him in the press box of a high school football <clears throat> tournament when I called him Miguel because he kept jabbering <laughs> about soccer and spurred <laughs> on our friendship. And Dana Wessel, he's the nephew, man. Like he's, uh, I kind of look after him a little bit. In another life, he was called Tommy Melrose. And uh, I know how, how random is that. That's amazing. Because <laughs> I've been to Melrose. <laughs> <laughs> I have too. Me too. The craft plant, the, the, you know, just, it's right by Freeport. It's do you guys know, um, do you guys like summer sausage? Like, are you into summer sausage? Of course. Are we about Not to like talk about West like Union? Mind it. But do you like, no, no, West Union. Do you like, like, like summer sausage? Yes. I just kind of okay. like it. So here's the deal. If you have a chance, it's uh, it's worth the trip. I mean, if you think in the Twin Cities, everything's a half hour away. It's a half hour away from used to probably the Melrose Meat Shop. Mm-hmm. But here's the gig: they spell shop S H O P P E. No, yep, yep, it's old fashioned, but not this. Wow. It's not. So this meat market, it's only it's only open like freaking a couple hours a day. Like <laughs> it's one of those type of awesome places. And they have the best summer sausage in the world. But it's extremely imperative that you get it sliced paper thin. And they bitch every single time about it. <laughs> and they complain. And you know, you don't care. Just stare the lady down and tell her to slice it paper thin. And you're never going to have a better sandwich right there. 
What's this lady's issue with uh, the thin slicing? Is it dangerous? Well, I mean, years of sculpting her guns, working the meat machine, it yeah. makes her work twice as hard, right? Because she has to slice it super thin. She gets super pissed about it. But I don't care so because that's what I it. want. All right. Yeah, maybe there, like a pound for like three bucks. It's awesome. Okay, well, this I'm, is amazing. I, I, will, I, will, I will absolutely take that uh, advice under um, consideration. And So I'm amazing, John, that your endorsement has uh, is still up going while you're in Canada. That's, so do you just well, endorse it, these guys everywhere you go? Everywhere you can? No, it's, it's fair. I should disclose it's paid endorsement. Okay. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I do yep. collect money from the Melrose Meat Shop. It's pronounced shop. <laughs> Shopa. Uh, you mean Shopa? Yeah, no, I, I believe it's a Hopa. Hopa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, the meat Hopa. It, the old country it is. <laughs> it's amazing. It's right by, and plus it's awesome because it's right by the Genio turkey plant, like where you have like America walking in and out of that building. I bet the smells there are just, just heinous. It's, it's deplorable. It's one of the, yeah, it's a special smell. But as a kid, it was fun because you'd bike up there because that's where all that turkey feet were and like, you know, that get mangled and fall off the truck. Mm-hmm. Sure. So We've all been you, children, of course. You know, you know that. So you you get those and then play wiffle ball. Uh-huh. Um, small town. Yeah, of course. So this Makes is perfect sense. So this has nothing to do with the famous West Union sausage feed. No, this this doesn't. West Union West Union is very good. It's an underrated suburb of Melrose. Melrose, it's a little known fact, has nine suburbs that uh, attend our high school, our K through twelve one building school. Melrose has suburbs. Oh, Nine yeah. suburbs, villages, principalities. We own them in our empire. Freeport probably being the one you've heard of most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, New Munich. New Munich's very good. Hofbräuhaus House uh, New Munich is very good. Mm-hmm. Now is Lake you know, is Painesville though? I think. Yep, Lake Henry is owned by Painesville. Yeah. Uh, Spring Hill, we they split, but we count them. Yeah. Meyer Grove, very good. Oh yeah. So, guys, I know, we, we, I know we typically talk sports in this, but I was wondering, um, why don't we just sit here and name every city in Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> you want to? Should we start up north? Should we start south? Should we just sort of free, you know, roll with it or what? Hey, this is, for those of us with Stearns County Roots, this is the best podcast we've ever had. Let's talk <laughs> Long Prairie Gray Eagle and where they end up. It's, first of all, it's Griegel. Like, <laughs> it's Griegel. You went out to Griegel? Uh, that's, that's, it used to be owned like partially by Melrose, but we, um, we lost that one. Are they in Swanville? I think. Yep. Swanville actually owned that one now. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah. You know, it's hard enough. I mean, you have a nine village empire. It's not like you need any more. Just taxes. It's true. You gotta get, (laughs) you gotta get kids in that school district from somewhere. That's right, man. That's right. So let's, if we're going to talk sports, we should probably start off with the Maple Leafs and the, the reaction to the Maple Leafs up in Sharkman headquarters of Toronto. So if you could imagine, um, I don't know how to describe this, because Minnesota, what is Vikings probably the biggest show in town? Yeah, I would say Minnesota. the Vikings are just about as yeah. big as everything else combined. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's, that, that's the relativity we have. I would say it's at a probably 40x of Vikings going to Super Bowl hysteria. Oh, my God. Especially because the the drought of nine years. You have a a 6.5 million person greater Toronto area, 
and 18,000 seats in uh, the ACC in the Air Canada Center. and Maybe 12,000 of them filled. Yeah, right, because they're all corporate. Yeah. Now, I went for the first time two Mondays ago, and it was amazing. Like, it was, it was one of the best. It was probably the best hockey experience I've had in my life. Because, and I, I watch hockey up here because everybody does, you know? Did you play the game, though, John? I never played the game. I can't skate. I actually tried to skate down here in my park. I looked like a newborn deer, like walking. I just looked like an idiot. <laughs> a total ass. But the, um, you know, the band Bare Naked Ladies, is that, is that a thing? It was in 1998. It's been one week. Those guys play hockey in our park, apparently, and everybody thinks it's a huge deal. I do. I think that's a great thing. Ask him to sing the old apartment a cappella. Love it. Walk into the old. I remember oh, that. Yeah. Huh? Yep, it's good. It's good. What just thing? Uh, joining us, I think on the hotline is Clarence Swampdown. Ten minutes late because that's the way we roll. Look at he's just just growling, angry. Wow. Hey, Clarence, Clarence. can you hear us? I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sign on. What's going on, fuckers? There you go. That's better. (laughs) We're just talking about hockey, Clarence. We're just talking about the Maple Leafs. No, you weren't. You fucking. We were. Amazingly, we were. That's not a lie. You guys lie all the time. You're gonna you're gonna read back this recording. You're gonna read back this recording. The transcript will be available on thesportive.com. No, you'll listen to this recording and realize we were just talking (laughs) Maple Leafs. So let's keep going with that. What was? I've been sitting. Was there actually a party in Toronto after the Maple Leafs made the playoffs? Because, like another club yeah. near and dear to our hearts, they haven't made the playoffs since the lockout. No, since the first no, lockout. Uh, well, this has been nine years in, in Toronto, which I can't even compare it to anything. It probably is most comparable to like European soccer in terms of the way they live and die. Like Elderly people love the Maple Leafs. Cab drivers love the Maple Leafs. Like, everybody talks about the Maple Leafs. It's, it's constantly a topic. And for nine years... They didn't make the playoffs. Like, sports radio up here is awesome. Like, a week ago, when they're on the verge of making the playoffs, they had people, like, ready to jump off buildings saying, oh, they should just tank it for a draft pick. There's no way they're getting in. Like, it's bananas. But, yeah, there was a big party. Like, after the game, there was people going down uh, down Front Street with flags and pounding on cars. So, can't wait to that first series, especially if it's against Montreal. It probably um, is against Montreal, isn't it? That's the uh, way that's it's shaping, we're shaping up? up now, which would be great because they have had a drought too, and it's it's like Boston, New York in terms of a rivalry. Like everybody, you know, Toronto's sort of the financial center, and Montreal is more of the uh, cultural center, and so naturally, <laughs> Toronto has businesses. Montreal has strip clubs. That's what we're saying right there. So, but yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. Like people all are getting their Budweiser um, red lamps installed in their basement, so when it scores, <laughs> the freaking lamp can go off, which is rad. <laughs> here's, the thing, here's the thing that sh- should not have shocked me, but kind of did. I, I happened to see the game where Toronto clinched a playoff spot. They were in Ottawa, and I was sort of half watching the game, and I didn't realize till much after they'd scored their final goal that the game was in Ottawa because when Toronto scored, the entire crowd went nuts. And it only dawned on me later that it was because seventy-five percent of the crowd of the crowd in Ottawa was Toronto fans. Yeah, it's cheaper actually to go up to Ottawa. I went on Monday, two Mondays ago, and my ticket face was one hundred and seventy-five bucks, 
and I was in a corner about three quarters of the way up on the first bowl. And um, let's just say it uh, the street value of that one hundred seventy five dollars was not was way more. It's probably tri- three times that. So hockey playoff tickets are going to be like no joke, eight hundred to a thousand bucks to be in the building. Are they going to shut the whole city down? I mean, is it day off? Well, it's the opposite. The whole city livens up. Like, bars are stoked. <laughs> like, the news keeps doing stories interviewing bars, and everybody's just, like, laying down, like, so stoked because they're going to make so much money. Because yeah, everybody's going to be out. Like, literally, everyone goes out for, you know, hockey night in Canada on Saturday nights. What seed are the Leafs going to be? I mean, is this just fun to get there, or are they actually decent this year? No, it's like uh, I think they're in the sixth spot right now. The whole thing in the East is you just want to avoid playing Pittsburgh. Yeah, like don't be eighth. After that, like you can be Montreal. Boston's kind of teetering. It's it's definitely winnable with the exception of Pittsburgh. But everybody wants to play Montreal. If not in the first round, then uh, for sure in the second. So you said that they are the equivalent, or more so than the Vikings. Um, are the fans as like idiotic as the Vikings fans, or are they actually smart? <laughs> You it's actually a good back. question. Like, you mean puking on themselves? <laughs> yeah, I mean, are they the rubes of Canada? Are they like the crazy, you know, the insane people? There's nothing else in it in Canada. It's the rubes and the normal fans. So they're all... Yeah, it's a little all, different. Okay. Yeah, it's a little different. Like, it's not the... Um, I think when you think of Anoka, Blaine, Coon Rapids, you kind of... You, you, you figure it all out, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas here, like, everybody, like, I was sitting on, on uh, the subway the other day, and I heard two guys discussing how somebody has to do a better job on the floor check. I don't even know what the hell that means. Like, <laughs> but it's like two random strangers. <laughs> so it's a very educated fan base for sure. It's the way Toronto comes together, talking about floor check strategies. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what they do. Over a Tim Hortons maple log. Tim Hortons. I have, so I have a Tim Hortons like in a couple blocks away in my neighborhood. So does Toronto's everyone in Canada. What's that? Yeah, everybody does. But the way Toronto's broken out, like when we were moving here, they said, so you looking for like a Starbucks neighborhood or like a Tim Hortons neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I have no idea what the hell that means, but it's a socioeconomic thing. Uh, and now coffee time, that's a whole other level, right? That's, you're not you're not living in coffee time. So what is the socioeconomic in difference in Greektown, like in the heart of Greektown? You can go in there on Saturday morning, and every single one of you guys would appreciate this. You go in there, and there's probably sixty total seats. Forty of them are filled with sixty to eighty year old Greek dudes arguing Love about stuff. Love <laughs> it. Awesome. It is awesome, and I, I, they might be talking. I don't. I, they're <laughs> screaming at each other, and they're angry. It's, it's all it's, like I go in there and I want to vine the whole thing like every weekend because I just look oh. at these angry guys screaming at each other. I didn't know what it's about. I They're probably just talking about you know like that episode of Friends that was on Nick at Night last night. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, they have that halting language though. I'm on this weather. <laughs> Why did Rachel and Joey hook up? Does it make any sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Like it's awesome. Um, I have a hockey question. Um, if uh, Toronto and Montreal play each other, Toronto, you can't say that. You have to say Toronto. There's no T. There's no okay. second T. Sorry, Toronto. Toronto. Um, and Montreal play. They're both two of the original six, right? Right. Okay. The other four are uh, Detroit, Minot, Honolulu, <laughs> and Clarkville, right? 
Yes. Okay. It's Thank Granite you. Falls, Clark Field now. Carolina Hurricanes. Granite Falls, Clark Field. Okay. Columbus Blue Jackets, Florida Panthers. Yeah, you guys are fucking hilarious. This is fucking regular comedians over there. Regional. Well, regional we're going to be transitioning sport. into the wild soon, there, Clarence. Uh, so it's not any we're talking about this. Yeah, that it's good for any. hockey though. When the Montreal's and the and Toronto's in the playoffs, it's just it adds a whole other layer more than the. Florida, Atlanta type of crap. Yeah, I'm in no, favor of no Atlanta. Southern team ever making the playoffs. But yep. that's because you guys aren't actual diehards. You know how you can tell an actual diehard is they don't give a shit what's good for hockey or not. They don't care if like three people watch it. Like Clarence yeah. doesn't care that this is good for hockey. Nope, not in any way. No, nope. right now it's sucking dick. Every last one of them, every Leafs fan, that's a D. Uh, I want the wild wind. I don't give a shit about the rest of them, but I do understand. You don't have to, right? Yeah. yeah. No. Well, you know, I don't Freedom. know how Canada works. I mean, whatever. Um, yeah, you I, get that health care, and then who knows what happens next? Then it's required <laughs> gay marriage. Yeah. Required. So, yeah. So walk me through this hundred and seventy-five dollar ticket. Uh, I I literally have no idea what. In American dollars, you could tell me that's like five million American dollars or, <laughs> or five, and I would believe you either way. How much is that? Uh, it's per, it's pretty much par. Like it's par? it's par, with the exception of everything costs like thirty to forty percent more than it should. Like okay, you can get like a sandwich and soda and chips, and it's like fourteen bucks. Why? Uh, shit, I don't know. It's like, all got yeah. syrup on it, and it's just this artisanal well, syrup. Well, there's actually thirteen tax on everything, Holy like literally shit. everything you buy. So, I think that helps. But you get a new kidney every year. The healthcare is incredible. <laughs> Sharkins had three new livers already. He's only been there a year. I just break bones just to see what happens. It's awesome. Yeah, just experiment. His parkour skills off the chain. Practice makes perfect. Let's go yeah. from let's go from talking Maple Leafs hockey to wild hockey, and I think if you go back through the archives, <laughs> you're going to find Clarence Swamptown telling you the Wild are one of the best five teams in the NHL, and now there's a pretty good chance I'd say that they're not making the playoffs. Are you kidding me? They're not going to make it at all. They lost to Calgary last night, four to one, and Calgary was mostly playing a minor league team, and that uh, was a, that was a home game. I think they played Camilleri and a bunch of kids. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Uh, John, I think if you go back in the archives, you can also hear me telling you to shut the hell up. You don't, <laughs> hear about it. You don't have Damn to go it. back that far, even. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, God <laughs> you have to go like 13 That's... seconds back now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. What do you. Well, go ahead, John. You're, you're leading this. I, you want to well, talk about I think it takes. I think that it's actually an exact parallel from a sport, Clarence, that you probably hate more than anything from the NBA and from Miami Heat. How you put superstars together it just takes some time, and hockey is so much a team game. Like how you can have, you know, a decent team beat a great team if they're cohesive, ever they're hot. Where it's different than most sports. And I just think that this year it's just taking some time. Although freaking Suter is playing enough minutes, my God, he's uh, he's out there long enough. But it just takes some a while, I think, to, for them to learn how to play together. Yeah, if if they actually do make the playoffs, Ryan Suter might never leave the ice. He's just going to go straight up peewee hockey where you just have the one kid that's way better than everybody else and he stays on the ice the entire time. But, so what are the, do the Wild have more turnover than other teams in the league? I don't know if they necessarily have more turnover or have more turnovers, so to speak. But 
They just, they're not playing, other than Parisi and Koivu and Suter, who have played pretty well the last couple of games, the rest of the team has just been dead in the water, not showing up. And I don't know what that, I don't know what causes that. going to be better. I wanted to believe. Clarence wanted to believe. I think, I think Sharkman's point, and it's a good one, is that they, it's not like they just have turnover. They added three superstars. Uh, superstars, I use that liberally, but Pommel, Suter, and Parisi are all brand new to the team, and, and hockey is a, a sport more so than others, I guess, on cohesion, built on cohesion. But and I, we talk, that's where it's at. We talk about cohesion, and Cullen and Setaguchi had it for like six games. Cullen got hurt. They come back. They're doing nothing. That line well, is terrible. I don't think Cullen's back fully. I think he's trying to be, you know, Joe Warrior. Uh, I'm going to be the veteran. Fuck, the guy's like, I don't know, 87 years old. He's yep. trying to be, you know, tough totally. guy. And you watch him out there, and he he just doesn't have it. God bless him. Um, but he just doesn't have it. And it's hard for me, you know, I'm biting my tongue here. He's a husky, and he's from Oregon. So it's not <laughs> easy for me to say, um, you know, good things about it. He's trying, but man, I don't know. I think the Pominville addition was great. Like, you gave up a lot to get him, but that's the reason they're even in the conversation right now to skate into the playoffs is because of him. It's. It, I think they're going to be much better next year, and once they decide to finally what they're doing with the whole goalie situation. Yeah, the problem with next year is Nicholas Backstrom is 35 years old right now and a free agent. So you're not sure what you do in goal. Unfortunately, Josh Harding has multiple sclerosis, so there's no no telling what's going to happen with him. You can believe Luongo. all you want, and you can yeah. <laughs> they can't afford Luongo. They Luongo. <laughs> they literally cannot afford Roberto Luongo, who has a contract that runs through the year 2043 at eight million a year. I want a new toy. I want a new toy. You just give me multiple sclerosis just by saying that. Did it? I want a new toy. I want a new toy. So, so the one guy's 35? Yeah, so we can talk about next year all we want. but Is that old? For, for you would think. It's old for anybody. He was like 47. You're like 35. You're pretty old. Retired. <laughs> yeah. Ken Dryden was a Canadian member of parliament by the time he was 35. Yeah, I figure hockey, that's one cool thing about hockey is dudes can play forever. I mean, seriously, Chelios was 46, wasn't he? Yeah, but Chris Chelios was mummified by the end. That's the Yager uh, Yager has his moments. He's old as hell. Is he in the league? The exception to the rule. Yeah, he's still, he's in your town. He's down there. He's in Dallas. Shut the fuck. Yarmer Yager? Yeah, dude. He's actually been pretty damn good the last two years. No. Yeah, he has. (laughs) <laughs> he's got, you can't miss him, he's still got the hair. You can't even see him like 10 years ago? Am you I thinking of a different you're, guy? You're telling me you're not best friends with Yarmir Yager? I think you're oh, right. That guy's, that guy's super rad. Like, he hasn't gotten his due. Does he still have the haircut where it looks like he uh, ironed it in the back? Yes. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> kind of he's got the Dwayne Shinsis curly uh, locks <laughs> in the back. <laughs> yeah. That never gets old. So Yager <laughs> and his haircut, never getting old. They're just ageless. Yep. Yes. They go forever, just like Chris Chelios did. It's good to have things you can but depend not, on. But not Dwayne Chinsis, because he is dead. So <laughs> just... That's true. Dwayne Chinsis is dead? He's Dwayne. Yeah. Do you know that if you go to the Czech Republic, like you're contractually obligated to buy a Yarmy Yager jersey? I've been there like three times. I have three of them. Like, <laughs> just have to get one. That checks out. I just checked Wikipedia really quickly. That's true. <laughs> That's a known fact. That's true. Wait, what happened the... to the dead guy? Dwayne Chinsis? Dwayne Chinsis? Yeah. 
Um, I don't know, but I know he's dead. Okay. I think it involved me... a train. Did it involve a train? Let's go no, with no, it. That, uh, that might have been Drazen Petrovic. Last year. There's long odds on that. John, you don't know this about our podcast, but we uh, we don't look anything up, so everything you say yeah, here is just treated as fact. So that's it a involves a train. Oh, he had leukemia. <laughs> oh, God. Classic. Sort of a train, train of diseases. We did have our most famous episode where we had a fairly long argument about whether Pack was in New York or Ohio, and we looked it up later, and it turned out to be in Connecticut. But everybody on both sides of that argument was very sure about where it was. <laughs> I just wanted it to end. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Dwayne Shinsius image search on Google is phenomenal. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Type that into your Google machine. That's a good hunt down, though. I know it's not a Minnesota guy, but damn, Dwayne Shintis, man. Yeah. Oh, man, some of these haircuts are amazing. Speaking of Minnesota guys, do we have time for a little Mike Max impersonation? Oh, God. I can't do that, man. Like, So uh, let me tell you this story. So this was a long time. It was probably 10 years ago. And I used to have, like, an entire bit where I'd do Playboy Girls of the Big 12 when that was a <laughs> conference. I'd, I'd do Mike Max announcing Playboy's Girls of the Big 12, and I'd do commentary, you know, where it's like, Boomer Sooner, here comes Jennifer, like, stuff like that. Like, I'd go through, like, the whole conference. Like, hook horns. Like, hook them horns, and Mandy sure does know how to hook. <laughs> Shit like that. Like, it was pretty advanced. I gotta, I gotta work on it again. Maybe I'll, on my return trip, I'll work on it, and then, uh, because I want to deliver, like, the true essence of it. Rand and I, we've laughed, laughed about that for literally a decade, so yeah. I promise you I'll work on it. <laughs> episode 20, it, I right. want you to do the whole episode in Mike Max's voice. <laughs> awesome. I'd see him in the Skyway all the time, and every time it was awesome because, like, <laughs> he's like, hey, and I'd be standing with somebody at, like, Quiznos, and they'd be like, what the hell? What what the hell just happened? <laughs> like, it'll be like a, like a 45-second conversation where he'll find a way to reference St. Thomas to try to piss me off, and then he'll just walk away. <laughs> it's, it's like Seinfeldian. Like, it's super awesome. <laughs> he loves life. He does. He's a lover of life. All right, let's get on. To the max. Let's get on to something, Brandon. Brandon wants some parenting advice, and if you want parenting advice, there's no place better to go than the Sportive yep. Podcast. Right here, yep. lay it on, Brandon. What do you need? We have this. This podcast right now is including four dads and me. I have nothing to offer here. Four huh. amazing dads. I'm um, just okay. <laughs> well, barely well, adequate um, here. Okay, so my son, Jones, is at an age where all he wants to do at this point is just run. Like, just be on the ground and run. Like, in a meadow is probably his absolute dream state right now. Like, he doesn't want to be around anybody, do anything, whatever. Um, the only problem is, like, standing in a meadow, you know, and watching him run is not my wife's and my idea of a good time. So we're really freaking out, like, what are we supposed to do with this kid who, like, refuses to get in a stroller and refuses to stand near us? Ever, right? Just runs. He's got yep. like he's got like kid version of the Jimmy legs. You know what I mean? <laughs> just just gotta be out and about. So I don't know um, what to do first, with it. I have um some Okay, so I have two potential solutions and I want you guys to uh to tell me if these are good ideas or bad. Um the first one is 
playground picnics with hidden beers. That's got to be the option for the next year, right? We find a playground. We have, like, beer in some sort of mug that nobody else can see. And my wife and I can get a buzz on and watch this kid just fuck around. Why do you hide the beers? It's not, well, I mean, Matt, it, it's not a mug, so here's your classic mistake. That is so conspicuous. You need a Starbucks cup. Okay. That's what you need. Okay, is that gonna, a Starbucks? I can't go paper cup, though. I need to keep the beer cold. What about a thermos mug? Like It looks like I poured it into a... There are, there are Starbucks cups that look like a paper mug, but they're actually plastic, hard plastic. I, okay. We're, we're getting there. Like We're getting yeah. there right now. You keep your beers or mixed drinks. Uh, I'm not sure if you have cold soda. Keep it in like a bag, and you, you fill your Starbucks mug. I, I'm, I endorse that. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Um, and then I, I would just have the mixers right on top of the picnic table. I mean, I, who, what are you trying to, you know, <laughs> you don't need to hide anything from these people. Fuck them. I can just say, Dallas has been a be- different place since Kennedy. Clarence. <laughs> just, <laughs> not everybody <laughs> lives in, not everybody lives in Cannon Falls, Clarence. Well, I'd be cutting the limes right there on the picnic table, <laughs> you know, <laughs> salting the rims right there. Just a big <laughs> handle right on oh, top of it. Like, yeah, but that's just me. But go ahead. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's okay. That's all I've got. The next thing is, and I joked about it on Twitter, but I'm honestly honestly confused. Why am I not allowed to put my kid on a leash? Can someone explain this to me? This is a bunch of bullshit. It's a, it seems Why? like the easiest, most natural thing in the world. Just put the kid well, on a leash so we can walk like three feet away. He feels like he's free, and I can yank on him if I need to get him back. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know. I think uh, if you want a golden retriever, like just get one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is there a website that I can make trades? Have you ever been to a McDonald's? Yeah. The restaurant. You go in those, those, yeah, like the the restaurant, like um. Yeah. Which, by the way, the marketing is way different in Canada. <laughs> so funny. But anyway, um, it's more about ingredients up here. It's, it's a little different angle. Uh, but just go to a McDonald's play play pen, play land, whatever the hell that thing is, and just let them rock. Yeah, but see, this is this is um, kowtowing to this kid. Like we want to have our own lives, right? We need to be happy. You have to be. If you want to have your own life, right? why do you have kids, kids, man? <laughs> <laughs> Like if you want, if you want people to take care of you when you're old, you have kids. If you don't, and you want to live your life, do that. That's like choice A and B. I'm telling you, man. We are all here brainstorming how to do this right. I need some help. We can do this. The McDonald's playground is not the answer. I've got uh, a pasture. It's like eight acres. That's okay. You know, completely in barbed wire and electric fence. Yep. I'm listening. And he could run for you know he'll get shocked once maybe maybe twice he's probably <laughs> pretty smart. It's not but, gonna kill him, is it? I mean, probably. No, no it didn't kill me. Uh, <laughs> so, Look how I turned out. You, you don't know how to read, though. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> Funny stuff. Why don't you uh, get them on video games? Like once they take their first hit of that, they're they're done. Yeah, get the iPad. Yeah, but he's eight, he's 18 months. He doesn't give a shit about any of that. Like all he wants okay. to do is run. I'm telling you, he's got the Jimmy legs. <laughs> Um, so you've got McDonald's and a pasture. Or you just like the day school lets out. Clarence puts all three of his kids in the pasture, and they don't come in till Labor Day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the other one. Is uh, what my old uh, growing up the pediatrician or the doctor we had 
old Jewish guy, uh, rub some brandy on the baby's gums. That'll calm down. Just, oh. just stick your finger in the brandy bottle and then rub it on its gums. Like this. You know, I don't think that hand down. thing that you were just doing was rubbing booze on the baby's gums there, pal. What? <laughs> <Do> I- <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. special guest, Mrs. Stu. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Stu is here to add, the, add some mom advice. The brandy gums thing is for running. I think it's a different sort of malady. It just you guys, the kid down. You guys love extremes here. So you've got the kid happy, like in a McDonald's playground, and mom and dad are miserable, and I'm why do you have something against French fries? Uh, um, you got something against French fries? Yeah, I do. When they're in McDonald's with a bunch of uh, you don't like McDonald's French fries. I do. I don't, just don't want to sit around and eat them like on a weekend night, right? It's Friday night. I'm not going to go to McDonald's. And then you've got the other extreme where we are um, getting our kids Friday into barbed wire and then getting them drunk so they hopefully pass out. Not drunk. Nobody said drunk. Just <laughs> yeah. No, and no one said just it tired. had to be Friday night. I just don't understand how you don't like McDonald's French fries. Because Guantanamo. I am. How about this? <laughs> I am pro McDonald's French fries. And anti McDonald's play Playland. That's a thing. They smell disgusting. What? Yeah, and the fries aren't oh, so you great don't either. Go to the Playland. No. Why don't you want to go to McDonald's Playland? Are no. you afraid that the kid's gonna like have this like hunger for McDonald's? No. That's no, I think that I'll be unhappy. I don't, don't want to like hang out there. Brandon, I'm getting the feeling that if you moved to Toronto and the realtor asked if you wanted a Tim Hortons neighborhood or a Starbucks neighborhood, <laughs> you would go to Tim Hortons neighborhood. I yeah, mean, a Starbucks yeah. neighborhood. You go to Coffee yeah. Time neighborhood. Yeah. Okay, but we are know. all agreed that the uh, the playground with a secret glass of uh, beer or wine is uh, is a good good option, right? I say just let yeah, him run. Eventually, he'll fall down and hurt himself, and then he'll hate running forever. Well, he, no. we, let him, we tried to let him do it tonight, and he almost fell into a creek. Well, <laughs> why are you by a creek? <laughs> because it's the closest thing to us where he can actually go running, and then we like weren't paying attention, and all of a sudden he's like almost down the creek. Creek, <laughs> okay, that's more like it. You're really so, having the full yeah. Texas experience here. If you and the coyotes pack. came. Luckily, a Longhorn picked him up and pulled him out. Just shoot like for some pastor. food. Uh, Boy, how about like a dog park? Because that's got more like the you know secure fencing. That... <laughs> there should be. That, I mean, the dog park for kids is like the greatest idea of all time. I cannot believe that that's not a thing. That's called McDonald's Playland. Yeah, that is the McDonald's Playland. I need an enclosed space. <laughs> that's where I, they, I can pay zero attention to them, and you, they're fine. There's you've exactly described the McDonald's Playland. No, I want it to be a park outside with a, some food trucks so I can... Oh, you know, oh sorry, your highness. Oh, Brandon, okay. you have to give up the hipster lifestyle. You have kids now. Another five years and you can do something cool. No. Yeah. No, God damn you. you got to believe in me. I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> five years and you to get a backyard? Yeah, we should probably do that. But that's not the urban just lifestyle that we your desire. Get a backyard and put up just a killer monkey bar set or something. You're okay. set. What about a I'm a big fan of the backyard, if you know what I'm saying. What about a... <laughs> are, you, are you hitting on Stu's wife? Over the phone? You know what I'm saying. This, is, this is great. Uh, that was great. Um, 
Are you what about the sandbox? Should, I, am I, should we be pro Gross. sandbox or anti sandbox? Whoa, whoa, are we still talking Gross. about. Oh. Gross. <laughs> oh, no. I'm you know what animals do? If you know what I'm animals chat in sandboxes. Think of cats. You know what cats like to do? They like go in litter boxes. The sandbox is like a giant animal litter box. They're gross. Yes. They're gross. Okay, yeah. so get stay like away from rock or something. Get pea rock or wood chips or something. That's better. Than wood something. chips, way better. Yeah. Okay. Or or like the balls at Chuck E. Cheese's. Why don't you go there? God damn it, Sharkman! You what? are disappointing me at every. T- <laughs> what about some kind of treadmill solution? Have you okay. ever been to Culver's? Rig up one of those harnesses oh, yeah. so he can yeah. just run on the treadmill, and then if he falls over, the harness just keeps him from face planting. Yeah. Okay. Well. John, Does he still do the extra saucer? John, stop recommending fast food places. <laughs> <laughs> Just go get some dinner, man. <laughs> I've been through many Thai restaurants that I have just run around for 15, 20 minutes waiting for dinner. Like, <laughs> Man, the kids at this age, though, just takes every single ounce of energy out of me, man. Ugh. You just got to stop thinking yeah. it's the world's about you. It's not. It's over. Nope. All right, so let me ask you then, um, when, when is it going to be possible to go out to a dinner again? How old? They're five. Five? Five. five. Once they can pay attention to a coloring book or a TV. fucking movie That's or when something? you get them on TV. Oh, all yep. right, hook them, yep. hook them on the iPad soon, like the Netflix? Yep. Yep. Okay. yep. All right, three years. Yep, we'll see you then. <laughs> Have fun. All right, you're all the worst. You, may, you didn't make me feel any better. Well, well, you didn't really expect anything. We'll, no, we'll check. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll check back on back in on that on episode 173 of the podcast, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I'm sure it'll still be going by then. I'd be uh, amazed if we get to 20. <laughs> well, we gotta have 20 so Sharkman can do the whole thing in Mike Max's voice. After that, it's just all downhill. So Sharkman will do every every 10 episodes to celebrate to commemorate the milestone. Pretty soon, we'll be down to every third episode. Will be Sharkman. Whatever you guys want. Like, we'll just see what's topical. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We'll have a new round every time the Maple Leafs advance in the playoffs. Yes. Hell yeah. So at the current rate, we'll have another one with Sharkman in nine years. I'm just trying to bring everybody else down because the Wild are terrible and they're going to miss the playoffs and the coach is going to get fired. So let's move yeah, on. The Twins are doing well. We're, We're all going to Dairy Queen. 
They're probably full of dillies. They probably all have lactose intolerance at this point. Dude, like, I love doing this bit with Perkins where I'm like, hey, Glenn, no matter what, we'll still go for ice cream afterwards. And, like, I tweeted at Dairy Queen, like, for the opener and a couple times, and Dairy Queen's, like, tweeting at him saying, good luck. <laughs> like, it's sort of running bit. Like, if they win or lose, like, if he gets a strike, he struck out um, the White Sox guy to end the game, was it yesterday? And I'm like, oh, man, we're getting Mr. Missy's and blizzards. <laughs> it's, like, funny that Dairy Queen's, like, completely clueless that it's just this two-idiot inside joke. Mm-hmm. They're, like, social media person is, like, a 22-year-old named Candace who's seen, like, two baseball yeah. games in her whole life. <laughs> well, it's, right. like, now, it's like, a 65-year-old executive. Some of the people that run the social media accounts are about as clueless as you can get, so. It's funny, right? Nice. Like, if they don't know, like, half the stuff on there is just, like, stupid inside jokes, and it's just super funny when people think they know what the hell you're talking about, when really it's just you giving somebody shit. Yes, that is my favorite thing about Twitter. Yeah, right? <laughs> it is. It's the best thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move on to the NFL draft. Um, we probably should talk about Monte Teo at some point just because – the Star Tribune is pretty much ready to drive to New York and draft Monte Teo for the Vikings by themselves. So ESPN yeah. is stationing a reporter at Winter Park just because of their chances they're taking Monte Teo. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a fait accompli at this point. I believe Uncle Pat wrote a column about it for the Strip, and the Vikings yeah. have a history of drafting Notre Dame guys. So it's it's kind of no linebackers. Yeah, they, they, it's a position of great need for them right now. They have Chad Greenway and Audie Cole. That's it. Yeah. So do we think this is actually a good idea to draft Monte Teo? Well, at 25, I mean, he's a pretty, a pretty good player. And it's definitely a position of need. I think if you look at what they need, number one is probably a complimentary wide receiver to Jennings. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the problem is there's just no good receivers. There's Taylon Austin, who's mediocre, and and um, Cordell Patterson, who, who knows? Like, he's kind of a knucklehead. So... I think they'll just wait till 25 and pick a need player, and that very well could be Teo. Yeah. So he was supposed to – he had one really, really terrible game at the end, right? The championship. The, the, the biggest game of the year awful, but yeah, his whole team was awful. The one – like 30 tackles, right? Yeah, the one game where he wasn't playing so Purdue had, or somebody like even worse. Like a killer game, like a, like a real solid game, uh, maybe not game-changing, but like a solid game. Would his – I mean, did he lose a lot of uh, money because of that one game? People might think so. I don't think so. I think it has to, because there's so much that changes from the end of the season till now. Like, it becomes all about measurables. And you see guys like Brian Nassib, the quarterback from Syracuse, now all of a sudden is, um, you know, people's you know, quarterback darling. The guy sucks. Like, he's garbage. Yeah, he so is genuinely terrible. It's not still Greg Paulus, is it? Uh, oh, God. Not that bad. But he's, <laughs> okay. he's pretty damn bad. Sure. Let me ask you this. Mante Teo seemed like a middle linebacker that could succeed in the NFL, just as a guy. I mean, doesn't he seem kind of like a goofy – I mean, aren't most middle linebackers that are awesome in the NFL like just mean, scary sons of yeah. bitches? And yeah. I don't know. He doesn't seem to be that way to me. Like Matthews, Matthews or Erlacher, like those type of guys, the intimidation factor. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you tell me what I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Him in the you know in the like, defense like a Jeff Brady. 
I think on the field, he's he's pretty intense on the field. It's just that he's such a goofy character off the field that that's what people think. But at the end of the day, who cares? I mean, if he makes plays on the edge, my biggest thing with him, not is if he has a fake girlfriend or not, it's sure. can he get to the sideline. Like, that's the biggest thing is, especially in the way defenses play now, you're so often in the nickel and the dime and have a bunch of extra – um, defensive backs, Teo needs to be able to not only stop the run, but also be able to cover one of these really athletic tight ends that is involved in the NFL right now. So I'd be more <clears throat> concerned about him laterally moving with tight ends than being a weirdo. Okay. Well, so we know for sure he can't tackle anyone out in Alabama, so that probably bodes <laughs> pretty well for the NFL. <laughs> Alabama's pretty damn good, though. Like True, but... Uh, Everybody in the NFL Saban, Saban is that good. Coach, but they're man. not professionals. Saban can coach. Everybody hates Saban. I love Saban. Saban's a dick, but he's such a good game coach. Oh, my God. That's you true, but... Who are good at what they do. Yes. Yeah, that's actually why I like him, because he's awesome at what he does. Unless he, unless he managed to coach Monte Teo's depth perception in, into something terrible. I don't know if that really convinces me that Teo is <laughs> yeah. that great. You put him in positions. Like, I don't, I don't think it's an accident that Teo played so poorly. It would be one thing if he played just okay, but he was spinning. Like, he was, he was I think, getting a, a ton of different looks because uh, oh. he even kept switching up offensive sets, and it was just making him think. But won't that happen every game in the NFL? Uh, yeah, it absolutely is. So, so we're saying he... He just no, needs you gotta to learn. learn that, though. Like, you can't just learn that in a couple weeks. Like, I think it takes a lot of time, which is why it's rare. I mean, you look at Clay Matthews. Matthews was okay his first couple years, but really it's taken a while. Or like you're the same thing. It just takes guys some time to adjust to all those different looks. I think Teo is going to be a, a good NFL linebacker. I don't think he's going to be a top five guy, but I think he's a top 15 guy. All right. Well, you played the game, so you know. <laughs> well, I never linebacker, but I, I think at, at 25, like there's no wide receivers available. You got to get either that or get some help on defensive line. Well, isn't isn't cornerback uh, the biggest need on this team? Or am I missing something? Corner, defensive back, cornerback. Yeah, and there are actually quite a bit of them in this in this draft. Like the top level one, like Dean Miller, those guys will all be gone. So yeah, I don't know. It, it sort of depends. You can always use more corners. Like they're Especially losing Winfield now, I think he added more than people thought in the nickel. They're just, uh, you always have to draft a couple corners just because you need four or five of them on the field all the time. Agreed. I think you should just draft a quarterback every year until you get it right. <laughs> well, that's what I think is quarterback is their biggest position. Just, need, just that's, draft that's the just best guy. That. Just draft that guy and see if it works. And you know who not, does? Belichick does that. Year. Belichick does that. He always drafts a quarterback, and then he uses it like uh, a stock, like uh, Ryan Mallett right now. He's been there for a couple of years, total knucklehead out of Arkansas. But yeah. now he's going to be that next-level guy where all of a sudden they trade him for a draft pick or for a player or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a future commodity. It's so, a poker chip for him, basically. Yeah, it totally is a poker chip, and Belichick does it better than anybody. I mean, he did it with Castle. He did it with a bunch of guys where he just took them late and mm-hmm. developed them. Yeah, Matt I mean, Castle. Castle's a perfect example of the NFL is just 90% of it's the system that you play in, right? So that's why, like, drafting a, a middle linebacker or a safety or even a lineman for the most part, just it's kind of uninspiring to me because it seems like, all right, I get that they're, like, super talented, whatever, but 
I don't know, you take away a decent guy in a defense. Um, I remember a couple years ago, supposedly, was it last year or two years ago when Chris Cook was, you know, our best cornerback? We lost him to injury and nothing really happened. We lost Winfield for a couple games and defense was still fine. And Not this year. I don't know. No, this year they lost Winfield. He was, the team was fucking horseshit. They won like yeah, four games. Okay, okay, Percy Harvin for an example, right? He's like one of yeah. our best players. Lose him, you still win four games. I'm just, t- I'm just saying, I support drafting a quarterback in the first round every single year. <laughs> well, Sharkman, I want to hear your, Sharkman, I want to hear your take on the Ponder Castle situation. How long? What is your take on Christian Ponder? You're, you're kind of. I just, I said your take on the guy. I said it like what three years ago when Uncle Pat asked me about it, and. It's still the same story. It's a question of accuracy, and um, it's, he's in the low 60s in college, and that's still an issue. I think it becomes confidence once he throws a couple bad throws. He sort of gets back on his heels. His balance is, if you watch him, he very rarely is consistently balanced when he's throwing. Um, he's actually better um, – He's better if he moves around a little bit and then resets than if he just takes a regular drop. But he's not good outside of the pocket in the sense that, like, a, a Russell Wilson where he can set up and deliver a throw. Um, I do think he's more athletic than people give him credit for. I think he's a, he's a pretty good athlete and a, and a pretty good leader for the team. But this Great is a, very much a make-or-break year for him. How he long is this year if he drives me nuts? Well, How long is the leash? <laughs> I think, uh, when's the bye week? Oh, shit, I don't know. We don't do research here, John. You know that. <laughs> I think it's Let's bye say week. say November. Yeah, which is usually, what, week six to eight or something like that. I think it's sure. bye week. I think that's, if they go into the bye week, you know, with a, a winning record or if they're up a couple games, I think he stays. But if they're five, maybe 500 below, I think, uh, I think you could see a change. Right. So let me ask um, another hard-hitting question. Is there a more babied position in any professional sport than quarterback? Oh, I, mean, I have never talked about a guy's confidence uh, in any other sport combined than a quarterback. What the fuck is it, man? I mean, uh, because the, the quarterback is has to do, like, everything. But you're still adults, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you can't talk about how important the quarterback is and about how terrible Christian Ponder is and then say that you can't baby the quarterback. No, I think you can still treat him like an adult. Like You don't have to you say, oh, like an conf- adult. You can treat him like an adult, but it's still it's a different thing. Like I can't, I can't even tell you. It's, it's probably the equation is like a, like a closer in baseball. Like You have a certain mentality going in, and if you give up a couple of yayas uh, two days in a row, it gets in your head a little bit, or like a goalie. Like a goalie can go to shit and not be able to stop anything for a week. It's the same type of thing in other sports. And yeah. what they do, those guys, they bench him. You know, and that's that's how it works. Yeah, but we don't. Yeah, exactly. We don't cry our eyes out that poor Nicholas Backstrom's uh, fucking confidence is shattered. The poor guy. I do. I mean, people were honestly like <laughs> I uh, a little sad that we brought in some sort of like competitive situation for quarterback. Like, oh, poor Christian what? Ponder's feelings are hurt. That Matt Castle, the poor guy. Unbelievable. Why in the world do like regular fans give a shit? Who did you hear that say that? Nobody yeah. on this podcast. No, but I listen occasionally to other things. I try no, not to. Don't. It's an accident. Every once in a while, I fall off the wagon and listen to a little sports talk radio. <laughs> oh, God. Have you, gotten, have you gotten any Dallas sports talk radio in yet? 
No. No, not a thing. Kalasha. I listen to The Current all day and all night. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah. That's Mix. why you don't go to the McDonald's playpen. That's right. <laughs> I love that you call it a playpen. <laughs> it all fits together now. It all makes sense. It's like a Coen Brothers movie. Like that, that was the sort of end. That was it. That was the circle. Yeah, good job. All right, let's talk twins before we go here. Minnesota twins? Minnesota twins. <laughs> Excellent. They're eight and seven. Does anybody care yet? How far do they have to go around 500? How do we care? They can't. They never fucking play. They can't <laughs> yeah, totally. They're on pace to have like one of the most ridiculous Augusts and Julys of all time. Like it's going to be bananas. I know. I, I did some. Uh, I did some some math with my calculator and uh, looked at. If oh they, great! There we go. If they continued the same pace of uh, games. They wouldn't get done till like uh, first week of December. Probably with no less than a month. Yeah, December the month. Yeah, the one that's wow. after November. Wow, here's, that's pretty cool. Here's my take on the whole um, the Classic. early season type of thing. Way it puts go, a Pons. ridiculous strain on the sort of northern teams like the White Sox and the Twins because as you push all these games back to, say, July and August, you're going to burn arms. And early in the season, I think you can get away with calling a guy up or whatever. But it, those teams specifically are going to have to play every day, two games some days. Mm-hmm. You're going to see some bullpens that are run ragged. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's, that's I don't want to say it's unfair, but I think it definitely affects the competitive balance when you have a team playing seven days a week and burning their, their entire bullpen and have one guy available when they start a series. So, and I don't, I don't necessarily think that's fair. So I put the Twins at a competitive disadvantage just because they have such a thin pitching staff. You know, I think, anyway. it, I think it might put them at a competitive advantage because they have, like, 15 equally terrible starters. Yeah, P.J. Walters. There's no need to worry about it. Oh, Cole DeVries is hurt? Oh, that's too bad. Just throw in P.J. Walters. Oh, he's we hurt? Sam Deduno. We got Blackie. Yeah, and the then there's always Nick Blackburn to make us atone for our sins. So that doesn't make any damn sense at all. In, like, 500 years from now, people look back on baseball in the 21st century. I mean... And listen to this podcast. They're definitely going to laugh at how stupid we all were for throwing overhand, right? Why? Just, just in general, because it's <laughs> they're just going to laugh at us. It's the stupidest shit in the world. Like you think naturally... baseball is going to be underhand pitch in twenty twenty five thirteen? You don't get injured Jesus. doing that. We're a bunch this of fucking just... morons throwing overhand. They're going to laugh. Yeah, at us. Yeah, you don't. You get injured playing football too. You get injured playing hockey. There's always an inherent risk to shit. That's why it makes it awesome. That's got fucking right. So your goal eventually is to turn every sport into soccer. That's in fifty years we're going to be sitting there watching a baseball game, and it's going to dawn on this is fucking soccer. The people dude, that's not true. The They're a bunch of biters, dude. Clarence, <laughs> chompers. I just said that we are going to be throwing underhand someday to stop getting stupid injuries, and you took it the farthest example. This Slippery is like. Slope. You're, so you're, the, you're the politician who <laughs> I am in favor of gay marriage, and you just said, well, what's going to stop a guy from marrying his dog? It's the exact same oh. thing. Yeah. Throw dog your hand as well. Dog dog fucking a, a biting mm-hmm. dog is the same. No, this is your just, you have a, a plan. You have a scheme, and I'm seeing through it. And now you know that's, what? that's what people do. They play Dude, people do dangerous stuff. Like, uh, like I, I've, I've had a beer. Uh, I had one over the weekend, and felt good. 
You know, I think people that do beer? dangerous stuff because it's awesome. Brandon yeah, doesn't well, want you to drink beer stupid. anymore. If you could, yeah. if you could have the same enjoyment but not get injured, it'd be better, right? It's called like. No. How evolution. do you get the same enjoyment out of people pitching underhand? No. Why would you not? What's what's? It's, no. it's seriously the overhand motion that make you that happy? Do you watch yeah. the college Three softball World Series every year? <laughs> you should see me in the shower. <laughs> Jesus God! You go overhand. <laughs> what do you reverse barber pull it? I'll give you an underhand. <laughs> What's the under? What's with the underhand? So, um, if you're advocating for underhand uh, softbally pitch, what's the thing they do? I don't. I don't know. I've never really watched a softball game because I'm just not into it. But like, what's the thing they do where they step when they step back on the rubber and like mm-hmm. lean back and do some sort of contorted thing, and then the I, ball comes out of nowhere. What's the what's the what's the thing called? Like the lean back and contorted thing. I don't think it has a name. I've actually played fast pitch softball. Um, of course, you have. Yeah, I played actually out in western Minnesota, out in Dawson, Minnesota. Played in the league when I lived out there. Boyd. Yeah. Why did you play? Yeah. I want to be, I, before we start this story. I want to know why you were playing in a fast pitch softball league in Dawson, Minnesota. <laughs> because I was 19 years old and I had nothing else to do. I didn't know a soul in town, and uh, yeah. I needed something to do. They didn't have town ball, town baseball. They had fast pitch softball. Yes, they did. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I feel like I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna support you on this one. Freeport has like a huge like. That's like their thing. And yeah. on the last pitch softball, I played a game one time, and I came in there you're like, I'm a baseball player. I'm going to smoke these fools. And nine pitches, three strikeouts. Um, I will never do that again. That's where I was <laughs> going. Hard, it, is, it is hard. I, that's exactly where I was going with this. Is It is more difficult than baseball. Because they're like two feet away from you. Yeah. yeah. So, uh I don't know. That's all. I, that's the only place I was going. If it is all right, I'm it's, tell- it's, it's, being on a pitching mound is like probably one of my three or four favorite places in the entire planet. I love it more than anything. I pitched last night. I found a fucking team down here that I don't know anybody. So I'm not saying that whatever. I don't like it. I love it pitch? more than all of you guys combined. I'm just saying <laughs> it's fucking stupid that we're still throwing overhand. It is stupid. Well, then don't. Then why do you do it? Says you have to. Yeah, go, try underhand. I should. This is America, pal. Yeah, you, should, you should change it. Be an innovator. The king and his corpse. Get up there and whip the ball in your head. It's like the last scene of Rookie of the Year. Think, yeah. think if fucking Steven Strasburg came up, right, and threw underhand and pitched every single game for them. That's unbelievable. That's going to happen. Yeah, but he probably wouldn't throw his hard underhand. I bet he would. Why the hell not? Just, just so as why natural. hasn't somebody done it then yet? Yeah, I it's it's not far off from Quisenberry. I mean, it's not. It's it's you're in the same neighborhood as Quisenberry and the other guy for Oakland that pitched that was in Moneyball. Uh, uh, that Chad Kino. Bradford. Bradford. Chad Bradford. You're not far off. Uh, you know who was the big fast pitch softball guy to tie this all in to outstate Minnesota quarterbacks is uh, Todd Bowman. Huge yeah, he fast was. pitch yes, he softball was. player. Yeah, okay, happy chef. Yeah, he was. A, he yeah. was a stud. Yeah. Go Huskies, woo. That that was cool how that caught on too It's on a billboard in downtown St. Cloud right now I'll put a picture on the Twitters here Nope, it's right on on 5th Avenue Yeah, right on 5th Avenue Did you buy the, was it like 200 bucks? Did you buy it? (laughs) (laughs) No, I should have made them They should have paid me Stu, we're um, trying to get sponsors We're not trying to sponsor other things Dude, we should do more billboards Like in Stearns County Like it can't cost that much no, it's probably like 50, 75 bucks tops. You got to figure. Shark made a fucking meat shopa. Just a picture of Rand 
<laughs> hey, did you guys watch Jeopardy tonight? Did you guys see Jeopardy today? No. It was on at the gym, and there was this guy who looked like a cross between Rand and uh, George Michael from Arrested Development. Not the same. Michael Sarah. I actually yeah, Michael tweeted Sarah. that exact. I tweeted that exact same thing. It was like somehow dorkier version of Rand with like a sweater. <laughs> yes. A little longer somehow. hair. Stakier hair. It was so good. I didn't know. He didn't have a little fupa. He was just a sweater-ish thing going. Rand has more doppelgangers yeah. than anyone else in the entire world. Everyone looks like him. Yeah, Jimmy's the really is number one, easily. Generic number one with a bullet. He once hired a copy aide to work for him that looked exactly like him. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. There's this guy from Jeopardy. I know there was at least one other one. Now, did he, like, hire that guy at the trip just, like, so he could, like, you know, kiss him just to see what it was going to be like? <laughs> I never asked. You don't yeah, want to know these things. Thing. Okay. Yeah, because it's, it's a North Dakota thing, I think. It's weird. But, they have real problems with mirrors up there. So, yeah, that, like that, that twins conversation kind of went off the rails pretty quick, didn't it? Nobody really so, wants to talk about the twins that hard, that much. <laughs> I'm going, I, I am going to... I, I have an actual idea. It's all about Terry Queen, like ice cream after the games, guys. Mm-hmm. We need a hashtag for that. How did you get to the old Glenn uh, yeah. Perkins anyways? How would that even begin to start at Friendship? Uh, me and Perkins? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a weird story. So um, I didn't even know him. Like, it was through Twitter, and I was talking about uh, racquetball or something, because I like to play racquetball. I think it's fun work out. Plus, it's competitive. And so I was talking about racquetball, and he tweeted at me saying, you're no good at racquetball. I could beat you. And I'm like, no, you can't. Nine o'clock, lifetime, downtown. And he showed up. So we, we played racquetball. And best of five, I beat him in best of five. He got really pissed and said, okay, we're playing again. <laughs> so we played again in best of five. Like, we're actually kind of equal in terms of skill and so he beat me three out of five the next time and that that just sort of became the um a part of the off-season workout where we just i don't know played racquetball and drank beers and then we got together with um with our families and and uh alicia's awesome and she and danica hit it off so yeah it's pretty cool i mean i don't know it's kind of a it's it's random i guess but i tweet about drinking all the time nobody's you know Tweeted me that oh I could drink you under the table if I uh, bring it on I I'd, I'd take that on that's that's cool right. yeah, yeah, Cannon Falls idea. to do that is the whole thing yeah, that's true. Cannon Falls is a long ways away that's a good point it's gonna be yeah. very awkward once uh, Glenn is not good at baseball for the media because <laughs> everybody yeah, loves him that so will much. never happen yeah he's gonna be great for at least he is the next one of us how dare you. You know, it sucks about closers, though, man. If you look at the the top closers like three years ago, where's that mean? Probably nobody that's barely even in the league anymore. You know, yeah. Moves to Texas, and this is what happens. Start throwing underhand, fellas. Why you gotta talk shit about my friend Brandon? (laughs) Why you gotta just crap on the parade? We're having a nice talk about Glenn Perkins right now, and how nice his family is, and he's a nice guy. And Brandon's like, well, he's gonna suck soon. I got Glenn Perkins uh, one of his reject gloves like three years ago when he was like trying to still be a starter and was kind of a journeyman, and uh, I still use it all the time. And now I try to like throw it on the bench for my new team to see if anybody sees it. And it's like, oh my god, Glenn Perkins it hasn't worked yet. But, uh, hopefully, it'll make me a friend or two. But yeah, I have his glove and his spikes. 
How'd you pitch on? How'd you pitch last night, Brandon? Good. The league is not uh, not great down here. Not quite as good. So it was it was uh, it was a little easy. Why is it not that great? <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I don't think guys uh, care about it as much down here. Um, I think a, a reason might be because baseball is so good down here that you know from an early age whether you're legit or not. Um, so like me and my friends, we were all. You know, we all have these, like, grand ideas of, if, oh, if I had had a coach younger or if I would have been able to go to, like, more camps, I probably could have made it somehow. Uh, but we're all, like, kidding ourselves. Like, there's no fucking way we could have done anything more than um, maybe one tiny step up from where we are. But these guys play with some very, very, very legit players, right? Like, there's tons of pro ballers down in this area, like major leaguers. So they knew right away that they weren't going to go anywhere. So they have a lot more self-awareness about it. Um, so they just naturally don't take it as much as take it as serious as the uh, as as uh, us uh, obsessives from Minnesota. So. so so it's fun. It's just different. Did you strike out like fifteen guys? Uh, I think seven in five innings. You don't like keep track of your stats like hardcore. Get the um, game ball. Write them. Write write your stats on the baseball so that you can put it in your trophy case or something like that. No comment. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys want to hear a couple of Telly Hughes stories? Yes, we do. Old Peanuts? Old Peanuts Always. Hughes? Always. Who, Peanut. who doesn't want to hear a Telly Hughes story? No one no, in the world would say that. So the um, the I know people have heard this one, but I just I think it's like one of the greatest things ever been on television, especially this week with the kid from North Dakota. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> but the uh, so. The twins were ha- he was doing a promo for the twins um, peanut free zone for kids with like allergies to peanuts and shit, which is super annoying for people who want to eat granola bars. But um, I get it anyway. So he's doing this thing talking about the and the twins have their peanut free zone where and you could just stop and you saw the moment where he had no idea what to say. <laughs> And there was this brilliant pause, this pause in the universe, this self-reflective, I need to say something in the next, like, half second. And he said, where all the children will receive free peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) Which got deluge of phone calls and emails. It was so awesome. Like, it's one of the most amazing things. The the other one was when he was, uh, (laughs) they were interviewing Kadire. And so Kadire's talking and his uh, his intro was, I caught up with Cuddy, and we talked about this and that. Something like that, right? And then they show Kadire being interviewed, and they go through the interview, and you see Telly Hughes walking around in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not catching up with Cuddy. Clearly <laughs> 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 uh, a camera Char- guy. He's randomly walking around. It was so money. <laughs> You'll... Sherman, you'll like this. Uh, it ties in a little bit. Last year, we were in Kansas City watching the Twins. Went drove down there, and uh, Perkins closes the game, gets the save, and uh, so Intimakoski is interviewing him, and they're setting up. We're we're in the front row. We see them setting up, waiting for the camera to go to them. And uh, right before the camera light, you know, turns red that they're going to be on, uh, Perkins takes the back of his hand and gives Inspikoski the pecker tag, you know, like slaps him in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> and Robbie just folds like a table. <laughs> it was just awesome. And he's trying to catch him, you know, trying to gather himself before the red light. And the guy's doing, you know, three, two, 
one, the, the camera guy, points to him and Robbie, hey, we're here with Glenn Perkins, you know, the fucking, just awesome. The stuff you don't see that's behind you, the, the scenes. That's like example number 400 of why Glenn Perkins is rad. Yeah, it was awesome. Agreed. Yeah. And now Robbie's in Pittsburgh where Glenn can't hit him in the nuts anymore. <laughs> yeah. So sad. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's an interesting character. He, like, uh, we were, uh, I don't know, that's some bar. What's the one? Uh, Kieran's. Kieran's. And it was after a game or a concert or something weird. And he came up to me. He's like, hey, uh, you talk shit about me on Twitter. (laughs) And I'm like, in fairness, you pronounced your own name wrong. (laughs) 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 It was on air, and he's like, I'm Robbie Insmikowski. And I said, I thought it was super funny, and I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I just thought it was really funny, and that's just kind of how, how I do it. So, sorry. <laughs> He's like, it's cool. I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, there you so, go. Hey, there we I go. think we're good now. We got any other good FSN personality stories before we go here? Um, um, Jamie Hirsch seems nice. Who's that? <laughs> She's uh, the new uh, one of the new studio hosts. She's kind of a a, a blonde Lapanta. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Does anything? Does anyone want to say anything creepy about her, or should we move on? No. I'm well, not I'm not allowed to. I got in trouble one time from somebody over there for saying uh, something about the, how awesome the um, the concept of the Fox Sports North girls are, oh. and. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm playing opposites here. Like oh, it was, under- yeah, yeah, okay. we understand. We understand. And I got, I got in a lot of trouble for it. Like you can't yeah. say that. Yeah, well. How about Tom? Tom Hanneman. Now, what do we think of him? Dude, uh, that was super Han- funny, Clarence. <laughs> last night, that, that made me laugh. Do you know that my grandma, you want to know a story about Tom Hanneman? So my grandma was like 92, and she watched TV, and she knew I was on TV sometimes. And every time the Timberwolves were on, she was convinced it was me. And <laughs> like, and she's like, "Oh, you did such a great job." I'm like, "At what?" And she's like, "At the Timberwolves game." I'm like, "What?" No. Oh, thanks, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so I like pretended to my grandma like a couple years before she died that I was Tom Hanneman. Is that weird? And I told him about it. Like so I was like, "Dude, I got to tell you this. My grandma thinks that I'm you, and I'm just letting it happen." So she's pretty old. Yeah, I think at at some point you just gotta let grandma think what she's gonna think and play along yeah, when you can. She's she's really proud of me and Tom Hanneman. I mean, ultimately, right? <laughs> Yep. You're both great. Yeah, yeah I mean, I you, you do a, a Hanneman impression, you bring her some Wiener Schnitzel from the Meat Hopa. <laughs> Life's Dude, good. You guys got to go to that uh, to that summer sausage, too. You're close enough. There's no excuse for you. We should do a podcast from there. Do you think they'd let us do <laughs> from that? From yeah, or at least we need to start doing field trips and then report back. So, Stu, if you need to go do a field trip to the Meat Hopa and then come back and let us know what happens. Totally, totally. You go to scooters, it'll be great. I'll take November because the uh, Vikings are coming down to Dallas. So I'll go to that game and report back. Are you going to go to that game? You guys are all welcome if you want to come. Are you going to wear a Christian Ponder jersey to that one? Oh, God, I have so many. I have so many Ponder (laughs) of the foam fingers. Do you go home? Do you go road? Do you get the one that you're going to get when they finally announce their stupid jerseys for next year? What are you going to do? What are they doing, new jerseys? I... uh, I seem to remember seeing something on Twitter, like they're releasing it 
one square inch of the jersey at the time, and you have to piece the pictures oh, yeah. together or something like that. So I know we're probably trying to wrap up, but let me ask real quickly. Um, what percentage of the people who care about the draft that's coming up um, only care about it because it's an excuse to talk football, right? Like, isn't like 90% like of the eight, dudes just like want to fucking... 90. Yeah, yeah, they don't give a shit, right? Four out of five. It's at least that. So do you guys know, speaking of Ponder jerseys, I know this is somewhat of a non-sequitur. I guess it's kind of tied. That's the motto of the show. What Vikings jersey that I own? Sammy Brown. No, good guess though. Bill Brown. Uh, Darren Nelson. No, I wish. Hassan Jones. Trying to to think like an outstate northern Minnesota guy that played for the Vikings. Who's that fullback? Fred something. Rick Rick Fenny. Fenny. Fenny? Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch. Dude, you are so close with that logic. I have a Craig Sauer Viking jersey. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. I am not kidding. It's authentic, and it's awesome. Go Sartell. <laughs> I knew it's a fucking name. I knew it. God damn it. <laughs> totally right. Huh. It's funny because people are like, who the hell is Sauer? <laughs> God damn it. Yet everybody on this podcast is like, oh, no way. I remember him. <laughs> if, yeah, if there's guys. somebody from Stearns County, I will own their jersey. I knew it. See? Very provincial up there. That's, That's another fun. story, too. So Perkins, how about this? How cool would it do to see you? He's at, like, some um, charity event thing, and some guy's wearing a Khalid el jersey, like a Minneapolis North jersey. And Perkins is like, how much you want for your jersey? Like, the shirt that the guy's wearing. And the, the guy's like, I don't know, like, four legends, club seats, and this, that, and it. And Clint's like, no. How about this? And the guy's like, okay. So he, he got this jersey, and he's like, dude, I got great news for you. I'm like, what? He's like, I got you a Khalid Elmine jersey. I'm like, oh, my God. So I wear it all the time. It's like the most awesome piece of clothing I own. What, what, an uh, Elmine jersey UCon- UCon- or Minneapolis North? Minneapolis North. Oh, nice. nice. Old school. Classic. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. North. Do we want to talk about how the NBA teams that Brandon assigned us are doing in the playoffs? How are they doing there, John? Well, I'm watching the Bulls right now, and they're about to blow about a 15-point lead in the second half against Brooklyn. So I'd like to thank Brandon for assigning me yet another team that's going to lose painfully at all times. John, another thing that you like is being sad about sports. So I knew that they that's would true. break your heart. That must be the reason. Yeah. That must be the reason that I like the teams that I like, because that's the only possible explanation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Clarence, can you name any players on the Nuggets yet except for JaVale McGee? Uh, I can't even name JaVale McGee. I think I've called I called him <laughs> Jamiroquai McDonald's. Jason McNeil. Lavelle McNeil. Lavelle McNeil. I don't know. I haven't. Uh, uh, does the Birdman still play for them? I like that guy. He was nah, he's my he guy now. Heat. He's on the Heat. That guy's oh, awesome. You got all the guys. He's a winner. Um, I think Dennis will still too. plays for the Nuggets, but I don't know for sure. Dean Garrett, does he still play for the Nuggets? <laughs> no, he does not. Nope. Not after what happened. It's a good oh, question. No. Oh, is he the one? That, oh, I'm, I didn't even think of that. All right. That's all I got on NBA, guys. Well, that's a good talk. Good talk, son. We'll get back to it next week. All right. Anybody else got anything before we go? Should we wrap it up? Um, I, I say we just uh, thank again our special guest, John Sharkman. He was a 
very uh, wonderful, terrific, awesome Canadian guest. I'm going to miss you guys. Well, <laughs> Love the you so pleasure is all on this side of the table, man, I tell you. No, well, thank uh, you. Thank you for coming to us, and thank you for letting us uh, take up your time tonight. Okay. Well, uh, Godspeed, congratulations on the 10 podcasts, and look forward to many, many more. How many how many Rancasts did you guys get in before that ended? We got to break that record. Well, we basically are still fighting about Greg Oden and Kevin Durant over who is going to turn out to be the better player. <laughs> and I You're still fighting a, about it, huh? I bought a Greg Oden jersey to like help support oh. my argument. <laughs> you might like want to let that one go, man. That hurts. Like last year, I bought it. It was awesome. You might lose that one. Time's going to tell on that one. All right, we'll wrap it up. Thanks for listening. If you got that far, if you didn't get that far, that's fine. We understand. It's okay. Thesportive.com, that's where we're at. We'll see you. All right. Yes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.